Hey everybody, welcome to another sexy episode of Sex and Other Human Activities. I am Sarah Benincasa, that is Marcus Parks. Well, hello. Hello, hello. I'm just hanging out with Marcus right now. He likes to keep uh, clay around to play with and um, he made a sculpture and what what is it actually? It's a robot wearing a hat. And what did I think it was? A dick. I thought it was a dick. <laughs> hey, I thought it was a dick specifically with foreskin. It looks like a dick that hasn't yet emerged. This is the thing. It doesn't look like a dick at all. <laughs> I'm just really horny. I am ovulating this week, which is uh, my most fertile time of the month. And it is also a time when ladies uh, tend to be the most horny for obvious biological reasons. So this is the week of the month where I just go bananas. <laughs> and uh, the person who currently provides my sex is away and has been away for two weeks. So I haven't gotten did for two weeks. BTW, if... Uh, you, if you're somebody who shouldn't know about the sex that Marcus and I are having with people, then probably you shouldn't listen because we're going to talk <laughs> about it because this is sex and other human activities. We are on iTunes. Please um, check us out on iTunes. You can uh, search for sex and other human activities. You can search for Marcus Parks. You can search for Sarah Ben and Casa. Whatever. Find us. Please rate us. Please leave us a review because that helps us get featured. We have already been featured as a new and noteworthy comedy podcast. So thank you, iTunes. Um, but we can definitely use uh, all the love that you can provide us because this is, of course, a labor of love. We do this for free. Mm-hmm. For you. For you. I'm talking to you, guy <laughs> on the train. Or you, girl in your car. <laughs> that's or, right, you. Uh, that's right, you. Or you, hobo on the Stairmaster at the <laughs> hobo gym. We are here for you. So, uh, yeah, Marcus, how's your week been going, man? Ah, uh, hell. Same as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing to uh, – I had a weird thing on Saturday, but that wasn't really anything to mm-hmm. – To write home about. Yeah, nothing really to write home about. Yeah. Uh, it was a you know, kind of sort of date. Uh, wasn't, it was an interaction. It was an interaction. An old, an old person. Yes. An old, <laughs> <laughs> it was an interaction with an old person. With but Abe Vigoda. Yeah. <laughs> But otherwise, no, uh, I've uh, just been working. How about you? Well, I've had a a sexless week. Yeah. Well, I've had one of those too. Yeah. I had phone sex. And and so like I came once and then I was like, no, we need to keep going. (laughs) (laughs) I need to come three times in this phone call because I really can't handle this right now so uh yeah there's that there's definitely been a lot of masturbating finishing my book my book is due um at 9 a.m tomorrow morning (laughs) so it will it will have been handed in by the time this is up yes and so i just i have handed in um 10 chapters plus an introduction plus a preface which i'm referring to as the the thing before the thing and then chapter 11 is due and then while my editor is editing I will write the acknowledgments. So uh-huh. that, that, that'll be fun. That's like the big thank you card. And, um, it's called Agora Fabulous. And I'm going to Ithaca College tomorrow night. Um, 
uh, Thursday night, which means nothing because nothing. this this podcast is evergreen. Um, but I'm going. To, I'm, I've never been to Ithaca, and I'm driving up there tomorrow to perform and talk about mental health at their school. Well, people can find you every Thursday in Ithaca. Yeah, yeah, every Thursday, every single goddamn Thursday in Ithaca. But whether on, you got a gig or not, just going to be out in Ithaca talk about mental health. Could be a McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll Could be like, be a what's gym. up, hippies? How you doing? <laughs> Try not to kill yourself. Marcus, your week is about to get awesomer because I brought you a present. Yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. So this is a present. I get We get free things, and we've been lucky to get some free things from Aloe Cadabra, the organic lube folks, and we will be giving away an Aloe Cadabra prize pack. We will announce the winner. We did a giveaway last week, and we will announce the winner in just a few minutes. So keep listening to hear if you want. But um, we also get things from... Nice people at uh, BlueQ.com. Our friends at BlueQ.com have sent us some really nice shit. I did Russian TV uh, earlier this week because I do Russian TV, RT TV. I go on Russian TV and do like pop culture stuff and it's English language. It's like Russian CNN and um, so – but with me on it. And so I uh, I brought them some hand sanitizer from BlueQ.com called You Might Have Touched Your Genitals <laughs> and they loved that. But for you, I, I have something back when I used to have a radio show. Uh, you know, I would get free things, and I've been going through my stuff. Realized I had this <laughs> platinum premium silicone from uh, dildo from Doc Johnson. It's called the Super Six. It's I guess six inches long. It's got balls at the base, and but it's real fucking thick. Oh my god! This is a thick cock. <laughs> This is for you. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. I have all, honestly always kind of wanted a dildo. <laughs> well, now <laughs> you have one. And it looks, it's kind of. Take it out of the box. I am. Yeah, it's, it's not an action figure. You <laughs> well. don't need to stand on, well, it is, correct. <laughs> so it's, it is white man colored. It's pale white man colored. And Marcus is currently d- like playing with it as if it's a gun. <laughs> um, Ow. <laughs> is how thick would you say it is? I don't know, like how to explain how thick it is. Ah. It's just, it's definitely as thick. It's it's thicker than an infant's arm. It's cartoonish. It's cartoonishly <laughs> thick. It's thicker than a baby's arm, like a newborn baby's arm. Ah. It's definitely thicker than that. Oh, it definitely is. Yeah. It's real. It's thicker than two hot dogs put together. I'm gonna put this on my female mannequin. Do it! <laughs> yeah. oh, that would be awesome! <laughs> just big old, or just. Hell or, yeah! Uh, pro- actually, it'll probably go right here on the wall. Do you have a Right man- next to my sword. Do you have a mannequin that's a light also? Or did I make that up? You made that up. Do you have a light that's weird? Like, you have some kind of interesting light in your house. Can we talk about the light? Is it gone? No, no, no. Oh, the Spider-Man headlight? Is that? Oh, I was <laughs> drunk when I saw it. <laughs> I was like, I had, it suddenly is right was like, next to my mannequin. In my head, they combined, and I was like, Do you, does your mannequin have lights coming out of its head? <laughs> That's like what I think about it. Um, c- can you do me a favor and put lights on your mannequin's head for me? Well, um, what if I put the dick on the mannequin and then put the lights on the dick? Yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah, very awesome. good idea. Yeah. Well, I'll take a picture of it and I'll um I'll try and put it up on our Facebook page. We are facebook.com slash sex and other human activities. And Marcus now is putting it on his Pakistani fighting sword <laughs> as opposed to his Pakistani peace sword, I suppose. <laughs> There's a lot happening in this little room here. 
at the Creek in the Cave at creeklic.com. Um, Creek, the Creek in the Cave is where we, rec- we record. Marcus records a bunch of podcasts here. Um, and uh, Rebecca, the owner, is a fucking rad person. And this is a really cool place to hang out. It's got awesome tacos and kick-ass drinks. And um, I love it, man. I hang Every time we record here and I just, I'll just keep hanging out here and typing and doing stuff and a lot of fun shows going on. And what are, what are, uh, where can people find out about your other podcasts? Uh, you can really, the best way to find it is just, uh, add me on Facebook. I'm always, I always, every time I put up a new podcast, I, I do a ton of the, I do a round table of gentlemen. That's roundtableofgents.com. That's just kind of a quirk. No, I wouldn't even say quirk. Just a bit offensive for the sake of being offensive most of the time. Some dudes. Uh, <laughs> just a bunch of dudes and one lady dude getting wasted in an office <laughs> in front of microphones and talking about like news stories, just horrible stuff that goes on in the world, making light of it, laughing into the abyss, I like to say. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, last podcast on the left, one that me and Ben Kissel do. It's a horror podcast. Uh, I love that title, Last Podcast on the Left. It's great. Is that available on iTunes? Not yet. Okay. Where can I find that? You can find that at BenKissel.com. BenKissel.com, K-I-S-S-E-L.com. Yeah. And uh, the one that I think people would really dig is the New York City Crime Report with Pat Dixon. What is that? It's If you're if anyone out there is interested in crime in New York or just what really living in New York is like – uh, it for some this show just captures that like the real like grim and grit of living here that still exists that people like to pretend doesn't exist mm-hmm. like these the awful crimes and the awful things that uh. happen in the city uh, that don't really get news attention uh, definitely not lo- uh, national news attention so if you like if you'd like to be scared of New York again. Listen to the New York City Crime Report with I'm, Pat Dixon. I am moving to this neighborhood, to Long Island City, and I was reading that this neighborhood actually has fairly high crime statistics. And I was like, what the fuck? And also, um, it has the the biggest public housing complex in North America, the Queensbridge houses, where, where Nas grew up. Ah. I believe uh, uh, Mob Deep grew up <laughs> also there. So, yes. you know, good to know. But then again, Tina Fey works here, too, over at Silver Cup Studios. Yeah. So, you know, maybe... And- I work She'll fight here. crime. And Marcus works here too. <laughs> it can't be that tough. Very, I work here. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so I haven't boned in two weeks. It's going to be three weeks by the time I finally get fucked. Marcus, how long has it been since you've boned? About three weeks, two and a half weeks. I would say three weeks come Thursday, I think. Come, <laughs> to, come tomorrow. If come I, tomorrow. <laughs> so it's been a few weeks, I guess. Are we allowed to talk about that? No. Okay, I won't talk about it. <laughs> so, how, no. I mean, I won't. I won't ask you yeah, about it. Yeah. That would be that would be prying. It was. And that would it be was rude. fun. Yeah. It well, was good. Fu- yeah. That's good. Do you think you might see the person again? Here's what happened. I- <laughs> Well, you know, it, it happened and everything, and, and it was great. Uh, but I'm a, I'm a really busy guy, and I have a really hard time, like, finding free nights off. And right. the free nights that I did have were dedicated to, like, hanging out with friends, uh, people that I haven't hung out with in a long time, so didn't have really much time for, like, the new girl. In, yeah, you don't life. really have time to, so, like, date right now, it would seem, unless yeah. you unless you fell head over heels in love, but I don't think that's where you're at right now. God, no. But, you're in recovery zone and, like, adventure fun zone. I'm, a, I'm, in, I'm past recovery you're zone. You're past I'm, recovery I'm, I'm, I'm in discovery zone right now. <laughs> discovery playland. That's where you're at. Uh, so it went by, like, you know, I kept thinking, like, oh, fuck, I got to call her. I got to call her. And also, I don't want to be a dick. Right. You know, I don't, I don't want to... Do that, and I'd see her at a show. Like I'd see her every once in a while, and be like, "Hey, you know, I need to get all of you soon." Uh, and then Monday, 
I uh, was going to the show. I was like, all right, like, you know, I've got to talk to her. I've got to fucking, I know she's going to be there. We've got to make plans or something. Right. Uh, and I go, and I'm like, oh, hey, you know, like, what's up? And I was like, man, I'm sorry I haven't gotten a hold of you yet. Like, you know, we need to get together soon. And she goes, um, and <laughs> this is pretty cool because she was sitting down and I was standing up. She actually, I like this, like, she stood up. And, like, leaned into me. She was like, I actually uh, just got back together with my ex-boyfriend. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I go, thank you for standing up to tell me that. <laughs> that was that was very courteous. You've very nice. But it was also this big weight off my shoulders. Because like you didn't thing. have to feel bad about not I, having, like, gotten in touch. Yeah, I didn't, have, I didn't have to feel bad. She was like, yeah, but, the, you know, that's what you get for waiting a week. How or, do you <laughs> feel about being the guy that she fucked when she was, like – having a relationship crisis i feel pretty good about that yeah that's awesome (laughs) that's a good place to be it is that's a great like it can be as long as like you don't then become the the kind of guidance counselor Mm -hmm. that can be a great place to be but you know this girl was um, i remember we had a a twitter uh a girl tweet to us talking about like the hat like the sad boner you remember yeah the sad boner is somebody asked um, because I had said something about a dude having a half boner, and some guy was like, "Does it? Does that? Or a soft boner?" And some guy like thought he was funny and was like, "Whoa, does a soft boner exist?" And I was like, "Yeah, dude, it's called a sad boner. <laughs> it sucks, man, when you're fucking somebody or you're trying to." And I actually, I was, uh, I and was. I, and that's that's what I had. I had. Uh, oh, you the soft boner? Yeah. Well, what I call the. You're still coming down off some stuff though, like still getting some stuff out of your system, right? Like oh, pot no, and no, stuff. There was there was a, a very good reason for this. It was what oh. I call the. Too drunk to fuck, but I'm still going to try really hard anyway because I really want to. Oh, yeah. You did tweet about that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, That happens. (laughs) We tweet about a lot of our lives. No no big deal. (laughs) I was next door to – I was staying – where the fuck was I? I was in Boston for the National Conference on Media Reform, which was really fun. It was a bunch of liberals, basically the Tea Party version of liberal shit. (laughs) It's a bunch of crazy assholes who think 9-11 was an inside job. (laughs) And, you know, it's like more sensible people. So I hung out with some cool people like – I shot some stuff for this series, this web series I do called Democracy Wow, where it, which is basically like um, I, I decided that the progressive movement needed an inane, stupid celebrity chat show. So I interviewed uh, Katrina Van Den Heuvel of The Nation. She's been on Colbert Report three or four times. And she's been on Daily Show once. And then she was on my stupid web show. And <laughs> it was very, very generous of her to do that. She's at um, Twitter.com slash Katrina Nation. I mean, she's got like 70,000 followers or something, so she doesn't need my help. But still and um and then i interviewed aaron gibson who is gorgeous and fabulous and funny and she is uh modern lady on infomania which is a show on current tv so she does these segments about lady stuff she's really funny and um and then i interviewed other people like eddie geller from the open source democracy foundation and steve katz the editor and publisher of mother jones and um bob edgar from common cause and I know I'm forgetting somebody, and I apologize if you are listening, but you're probably not. So anyway, I interviewed some people. Oh, oh, God, Laura Flanders from Grit TV, who is really great and has a really, like, sexy, amazing speaking voice. So um, – and so does Katrina. Jesus. Anyway, so I was there doing that, and I'm I'm hanging out at night in my hotel room, and I hear next door, I hear, ah, ah, ah. 
Ugh! And I'm like, yes, people are fucking. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, fuck yeah, people are fucking. And like, I'm not fucking. So I'm going to listen to these people. Yeah. I'm going to listen to these people fucking. So I was listening to the people fucking. And then they got, they were loud. And then they got quiet. So I literally put my ear against the door. <laughs> Sorry, Renaissance. If you were in the Renaissance Marriott this past weekend, I suppose April, I suppose it was the evening of April 9th, maybe, or 10th. And you were in room uh, 10. 11 and you were fucking i was listening to you and i put my ear against the wall to listen to you fuck so it's this girl and this guy the girl sounded quite a bit younger than the dude and they're stooping and and i'm like oh this is so awesome and then i hear go what the fuck and i'm like "Uh uh-oh what's going on and he's like, what? And she's like, nothing. And they just keep doing it. And she's like, uh, uh. And he's like, uh. And I'm like, all right. And uh, then she's like, uh, uh. And he's like, listen, you know, I'm just really tired. And I'm, you know, I'm a grown man. I'm not a five-year-old boy. And I'm like, five does he think that if she were fucking a five-year-old, the five-year-old's <laughs> cock would be rock hard and not sad bonery like his cursed penis? Yeah. And she's like, I know, I know. And then they actually start to have a very healthy, intelligent conversation about how she's like, it just makes me feel bad. I know it's not your fault. It's not my fault. But I just I feel like it's my fault. You know, I feel like and I've been there so much. I've been in in long term relationships where there was that kind of thing. And so I totally understood where it was, you know, when the person wants to perform but can't or whatever, like maybe they're depressed or I was with a guy who was on. Who was on medication, um, and so that that can definitely really do a number on it. We've talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. It can really do a number on your dick or your lady parts. So I'm I'm thinking, and they're having an intelligent conversation. And he's like, "Yeah, you know, it's not about you. Like, listen, can I go down on you?" And she's like, "No." And he's like, "Why not? I haven't done it in a while." And she's like, "I don't want you to." And yeah. I'm like, "All right, she's not in the mood. Maybe they'll just snuggle." So then they go into this. Then it gets emo because she's like, mm-hmm. I just, I know you just explained this to me, but and she just keeps hammering out. And I'm thinking oh, to myself, like, that. I'm thinking, honey, don't do this. Like, I've made this mistake and what you're doing is wrong. Like, you're either too young or too dumb or just a, f- a goddamn idiot. But mm. don't, he doesn't feel good about the fact that his cock isn't working the way he wants it to. So do not continue asking him about, don't. Don't belabor the point. I hate when people do that. When people are like, I don't like that you did this. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. No, I don't really – I really don't like that you did this. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I really don't. Okay, I fucking heard it. All right, (laughs) fuck you. Shut up. I get it. Now I'm going to make you really not like what I'm about to do. Like seriously. This sounds like I'm going to hit somebody. (laughs) But so they're talking about it and then they start to raise their voice. He raises his voice because he's getting frustrated and angry and she raises her voice because she feels like she's ugly or not good enough or whatever. And and I'm I'm listening. I'm just like God. It was, it was like listening to, to. It was like listening to myself in past rela- in a few past relationships. Yeah, I was just like shit, man. I feel like lately I've been learning so much about the annoying bullshit that I pull in relationships because I've experienced it through other people. Yeah, like jealousy and and insecurity and all that shit. And seeing finally, like, oh, I get why my various exes were so weird if you're listening and you're an ex of mine uh, i i get and i know a couple of you do listen <laughs> because <laughs> because one of you god bless you told your wife who told me that that we were featured as a new and noteworthy itunes podcast and that's how I, my friend my my ex-boyfriend who's my friend and his wife who's actually a better friend of mine now um that he told her he was like sarah's thing is and she emailed me she's like he wanted me to tell you and i was so excited and they have a baby who's really cute whose picture i have up at my house anyway point being not i don't want to bring the baby into the situation <laughs> although it's connected to sex but anyway it is but uh, it's also part of the 
it's connected to the part of sex that I don't really want to. Right, that I don't want to think about. <laughs> I don't so, about so I know that, you know, a couple of my exes listen on the regular. And, and uh, Marcus is, I think some of Marcus, people Marcus has been involved with probably do A couple too. of my exes. Probably there, yeah. do too. And so, you know, you I just want to say like, hey, I'm sorry. Like when you said that I was too jealous and insecure, you're fucking right, buddy. And I could be talking to <laughs> a lot of guys right now. But it was listening to... Having had some experience, some kind of jealousy blowback myself and also particularly having listened to this situation, I'm like, damn, like I I get it. Man, I get it now. I I shouldn't have harped on it and this girl shouldn't. I wanted to yell through the wall, stop talking to him about how his cock doesn't work right now. You're not helping. Oh, man. And I've been a, a, a part of that. I couldn't say how many times because of the problems that I've had in the past uh, having an orgasm. Uh, and the girl always blames herself. Mm. She always bl- – and I've talked to other people who have this, you know, kind of the same issues. Uh, and the girl is like, is it me? Like, am I just not doing something right? Uh, and then the other – but the more aggressive ones will just keep going and keep going and keep going oh, and keep going. And you're your just and, and it's like, you know what, man? I fucking love blowjobs. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> they are amazing. But sometimes I also want to say like ah, – then we just sleep or like watch TV. Like we rented a movie. <laughs> we can talk. It's okay. You haven't failed if we con- converse. Yeah, yeah you, you haven't failed it at all. If if you want to just talk or hang out, that's a sign that you actually like the girl. Yeah, exactly. And the and I don't. Yeah, I mean, I get it, and I get why girls would feel that you having some troubles over there. Yeah, but let's not edit it out. Let's keep it in because it's real. <laughs> I'm just oh, there's like lots of velvet hanging on the wall, and I'm just getting my uh, I'm I'm adjusting my seat and getting it caught up in the velvet. Guys, this is just all part of the magic. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Marcus. Continue, continue, continue. Sorry about that. It's it's okay. It's okay. But it happens a lot. I think girls uh, – some girls don't accept the fact that most – a lot of guys don't uh, come after they've been drinking. Yeah. Whiskey uh, dick. A, yeah, whiskey dick. A lot of girls – but they just keep going and keep going because they take it as a personal challenge. Like I'm going to make him come. Like I'm going to be the one to do it and I'm going to be awesome. Like, uh-uh, baby. It's, it's like, okay. No. Don't work that hard. If you're not – look, don't work that hard. There's not going to be a payoff for him. Uh, let there be a payoff for you. If he's if he's going to go down or he wants to do some stuff or maybe he just wants to snuggle, we'll fucking enjoy that. Like yeah. men don't act – not all men act the way that men do on Jersey Shore. <laughs> yeah. it, you know, it's it, – it, or are on – I don't know, fucking whatever shit show you watch. And I, I used to enjoy that show. But now um, I'm over it. I broke up with the situation. We had a falling out. Well, they've gotten a bit too commercial these days. <sighs> he wouldn't answer my questions on the red carpet at the Trump roast. But it wasn't his fault. It was because he was short on time and his his rep was hurrying him along. But I, I was so sad. Anyway, um, but, you know, guys don't. Guys don't behave the way that Cosmo tells you guys behave. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they do, but not all the time. And even you take a guy who's the most macho dude in the world, that guy's going to have some dick problems sometimes. Yeah. That guy might want to have a conversation. That guy might want you to complete a sentence that he finds interesting sometimes. That guy might want to talk about feelings sometimes. That guy might cry sometimes. I'm not saying all the time. I'm just saying if you treat a guy like a stereotype, um, 
you know, you might end up being lonely in the end because he may not be looking for, you know, just you hammering away at his cock until he comes. Mm -hmm. You know, by all means, try. But if he's not coming and he's okay with that, you be okay with that too. Yeah. (laughs) Because there's going to be plenty of times when he's not going to be okay with that. (laughs) You know, it's weird that there's only in my entire life, Entire my entire sex life, my entire adult sex life, there's only been one girl that I've been with that was able to make me uh, come through a blowjob. Really? And she could do it every time. Really? I don't know what it was. You don't come from blowjobs. No, no. I don't play with myself too much. Do you tell people that? Yeah. You're like, I don't come from blowjobs. Well, I mean, I, I tell them after, a, like, you know, because I... <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. After I, like a minute, I, after like thirty-five minutes, I feel like because <laughs> it's great. Like I love it. But if you're uh, going to come, it's going to be from from in the vagina or maybe in the butt or something. Yeah. What yeah, about yeah. a handy? No. No. We talked about that. No, no way. Definitely no, ex- not. We no. hate hand jobs. And also, I mean, and that's the thing. Like I'm caught in this weird kind of paradox situation because I can't uh, come with a condom on either. What? Like not usually. No. So when you like have ra- rare- like rarely. when you have sex with randos, you wear condoms, mm-hmm. but you don't come. Nope. So do you – at what point do you go bareback? Like do you wait when you're in a relationship and you guys both get your junk tested or yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So you can't – OK. Yeah. Could you come with a condom on if you put it in the butt? No. And so – huh. OK. So how – like do you ever jerk off in front of the girl or like do you get yeah. – OK. Yeah. Like I can uh, – it, it's – it's something that I, I kind of it, – it's a weird thing. It's not uh, weird. Well, I mean not really You actually. need sensitivity. It's, sensi- it's It's all about sensitivity because I, uh, I I know exactly what it what it was. That I just whacked off too much growing up and mm-hmm. still and in the wrong way. OK. Uh, in, so, it doesn't feel like a pussy kind of way. Exactly. Like no vagina could stimulate that experience. Not, not at all. It's just like full-on hand. Uh, and it, you know, and hell, I rubbed a lot of the sensitivity off my dick. I, I halfway ruined my dick. No, you did. Hey, as, you far have, as, sensitivity, it, it as far as sensitivity, as far as sensitivity goes, no, this ain't never coming back. It could come back. It could. You have to. You know what? It's the kind of thing where you have to. You would have to unlearn it. Like you would have yeah. to go on a long term jack off vacation, like a long term. Long-term jerk-off vacation. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I know. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to put. I'm going to put this out there. If we have anyone who's listening, just by way of experiment, this could be fun. Anyone who's listening who has a contact with like a condom company or something, and we have contacts with condom companies, but it's more fun if if it comes from the from the listeners than me responding to some PR pitch. Although I will certainly do that, Sarah at sarahbenincasa dot com. <laughs> if you have any kind of sexuality related products, sexuality sensuality related products you want to pitch us on, Sarah at sarahbenincasa dot com. Uh, that is how we uh, we got the aloe cadabra that we are going to be announcing the winner of. But anyway. Um, if you have some like super thin condoms, not some freak who's got them in your goddamn drawer. <laughs> I, we don't want your nasty ass dusty condoms. But if you know you you work with a company that makes condoms or whatever store that sells them, uh, email Sarah at sarahbenacosta dot com if you've got like a variety pack for Marcus to to experiment with. That might be fun. You know, and it's not to say that it never happens. Mm-hmm. Really, I mean, but I can count the number of times on two hands. Wow, mm-hmm. and it's a uh, I don't. I don't really know what it is, and I can't really gauge it. But it has. It's become a bit of a complex for me. 
I have to. It really has. I mean, that sucks, man. I feel like you now you're you're in a psychological place where you don't expect to come when you have a condom on. So that probably feeds the situation too. If you could go on a jack off vacation, like do you? It would have to be a quite a bit. I think you'd have to go on. It wouldn't just be like two weeks. Like I think it would have to be a month or more. Yeah, it'd have to be a long time. Like maybe even like four to five months. Yeah, Uh, not gonna happen. That's fine. No. <laughs> hey, as long as you can enjoy yourself, like go for it. Yeah. You know. No, and that, and I've seen the way I, I've come to look at sex now because of this. Uh, like I don't look at sex as like there is an ending to this. That's neat. Like I look at it as it's like a really it's like a journey. You know, like it's not a destination thing. It's like, hey, I really I love walking around this neighborhood so much. <laughs> Like, like this is my favorite neighborhood in the entire world. There's to so walk many places in. to go. Yeah, exactly. So many places to walk into and out of and slide into and out of. <laughs> it's like I'll am- just hang out. It's like an amusement park. I it's might like- sleep and then I'll get up and do some more. Yeah, like it's a That's really cool. great amusement park. Uh, and the thing is, after you've gone to a day at an amusement park, it's like, oh, okay, I'm ready to go home. Uh, and yeah, that's kind of how I see sex. I'm envisioning churros. And Orange Julius and all the things you can buy at amusement parks. And now I'm wishing that like when I had sex, somebody would just produce cotton candy like out of <laughs> out of their asshole or something. Like not processed cotton candy that had gone through the alimentary canal, but like if their asshole actually could produce fresh non-asshole tasting cotton candy. <laughs> that would be pretty rad. That would be great. Well, listen, let's get to some uh, some – some listener, some listener mail, uh, Sarah at com. This is from Scott, and he wanted to say that we're fantastic. He's been listening since the first episode. The way you two go on, I feel like I'm just hanging out with friends of mine. That's how I feel when Marcus and I are hanging out. That's how I feel too. Yay! Yeah. And he says, uh, oh, he he did cry in episode six listening to us. He cried when we were talking about <laughs> Battlestar and Doctor Who. A controversial episode. A very controversial episode. Because it was polarizing. It was so polarizing because some we lost we lost and gained subscribers because of that. Yeah. People and people like keep talking to us about it. Oh, so Scott Scott says, um, you guys talk about how to flirt and how to play the game and such and tips for guy. Uh, do you have tips for guys that aren't as attractive as Marcus? <laughs> I'm no troll, but I might be a little below average. Anyways, just so as you knows, thanks a ton, guys. Well, shout out to you, uh, Scotty. So Marcus is a hot piece of ass, Obs. Thank you. Um, duh. But like – you don't have to be a hot piece of ass to be successful with flirting. God knows. I've I've been with hot guys. I've been with not guys. I've been with in-between guys. And like their, their physical hotness did not correlate to how good they were in bed. Sometimes they were amazing in bed. Sometimes they sucked. And and that dep- that had nothing to do with their physical appearance. Uh, my initial excitement about getting to fuck them did. But – you know what in terms of actually sealing the deal you know that's not even true either and i'll tell you why because when somebody has this innate sexiness that they exude which comes from a comes from confidence mm. comes from a, a, a confidence without being a dickhead um fine line yes yeah, oh it's a very fine line but when you can achieve that brilliant state of confidence without being a dickhead that's very sexy and that as I've gotten the, the people I've gotten the most excited about fucking um, sometimes have been super hot, but sometimes have been very average. Mm-hmm. 
And I remember there was this one guy who was like, who was like, I mean, definitely like overweight and like had various characteristics that would lead one to not think that he was the hottest. But I was so stoked to get in bed with him. And it was fun. It wasn't the best sex I've ever had, but it was definitely fun. And part of the fun was that he was just confident he was funny. Yeah. So, Scott, I would recommend being, um, if you can, developing some confidence. And the way that you do that is by doing things that you're not sure you can do, like climbing a mountain or perhaps like, I don't know, uh, crossing a river and getting on the Oregon Trail or whether <laughs> it might be physical accomplishments. It might be like – Rob work, a bank. Rob a bank. That's, that's Marcus's <laughs> first idea. Marcus, that's I feel like that's very Texas of you. That your first idea of a physical accomplishment, it was either going to be like roping steer or robbing a bank. <laughs> like it's very wild fucking west Well, I'm sure this guy thinks that he can't – rob a bank and he, if he probably robs, can and if he robs a bank imagine what that's going to do for his confidence watch the town <laughs> for a guide on how to rob a bank and and how not to yeah. here's a little hint don't have a tattoo yeah an identifiable tattoo and don't be jeremy renner also <laughs> that's an important thing to know also but yeah um i i don't know marcus what do you have to add to that no i uh, i definitely agree with it um it depends on what you know, where he's flirting, what's he do, like what his goals are. I will say he's you know? probably like hard on himself, so he thinks he might be a little below average in attractiveness, which means he's probably at least average. Yeah. Because he he's down talking himself because he wants to sound humble, but also because I think he authentically like isn't a very confident person. And yeah. that's why he's asking us for help. So rest assured, Scotty, you're more attractive than you think you are. I've got the I've got this for him. Uh I will say this is that uh just because a dude is really good looking does not mean that he knows what he's doing. Yeah, that's true. And does not mean that I'm any better at flirting with girls than you are. Yeah. Like exactly. it doesn't mean like most of the time I mean with me with flirting, it's just sort of just one of those things that just sort of comes naturally. Like I don't even know that I'm doing it half at the time. Well, but I think you're a naturally very flirtatious person. Just a flirtatious person. Yeah. You know? Uh but a lot of times I am just nervous as fuck whenever I'm talking to girls. Really? Yeah. Huh. See, I yeah. know you and I would never perceive that about you. I know. Because you just seem it's very great. confident when you talk to anybody. And that's, again, fake it till you make it. Like, if yeah. you need to pretend to be oh, like, I'm a at fucking ease, go mess. for it. I'm a mess inside my head. <laughs> like, an absolute fucking mess. Uh, I'm like, a human nightmare. Yeah, whenever people tell me that, like, yeah, you seem really confident whenever you talk to people. I go, what? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> like uh, no, I'm a, no, I'm a d- little shivering chihuahua inside. Oh, <laughs> an adorable shivering chihuahua. <laughs> oh, the guy that I'm currently um, involved with, who may or may not be making making a stop by next week. Um, uh, he may be making a stop by to to guest and say hi. He lives with two shivering chihuahuas. They're not his. They belong to someone he lives with. But um, he has two little chihuahuas and they're so cute and I want to hold them all the time. Um, and if we break up, I might need to just steal the dogs <laughs> and I feel really bad about it. But I'm just saying. They're not even his. OK. Uh, I'd say more coyote than a shivering chihuahua. OK. Coyote. Okay. So oh, uh, right now I would like to announce the winner dun, 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 of our Allocadabra giveaway contest, Allocadabra.com. Of course, Allocadabra is the uh, organic green <laughs> – why is this? 
Jesus pudding with a dildo and it's amazing. And did you put shit on the end of the dildo? I tried to put some I was gonna put some clay spikes on it. Yeah, make it into a sculpture. It, yeah, but the clay doesn't the clay doesn't stick to oh, it. The silicone is rejecting yeah, the sequil- it. The silicone is rejecting it, but I really want to put spikes on this. Well, I'm really excited to let you know somebody from Queens, Rob. Rob from Bayside, you are our winner. Congratulations, Rob. You uh, gave me your address, which I will not read out loud. And uh, and we will be sending you some stuff, which is really, really rock and roll. And I'm pretty stoked on it. Um, and uh, and thanks to all who competed. Now, I want – I said – are you planning to eat the cock? <laughs> I can't. Well, I was curious as oh to what the texture of it was. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. Now here, let's see here. Um, and again, we're we're working through these, everybody. We're, we'll get to yours eventually. Um, just bug us if we didn't, but don't bug us too much, or else I will never read it. <laughs> now this one's fucked up. Do we have time to do one that's kind of fucked up? Of course, we always have time this to do one's one. That's fucked up. up. This one is uh, another Sarah. We're gonna call her Sadie because Sadie is a derivative of Sarah, and I really like that. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that. I love yeah, Sadie. Sadie and Sally. Yeah, yeah, I love those names. Love the show. Sadie writes, love the show. I'm 21 and fell in love with it in episode two when you said that age 21 was scary. It's scary as fuck. Yeah, being in your 20s is crazy. So I got played. I had a crush on my brother's friend and he knew about it. It was a big crush basically in love with that loser. We'll call him Rod. So in January, there was a rare occasion where my brothers were gone and I had the house to myself. Rod came over. He made a point early in the night to confirm I was a virgin. I told him this was correct as he already knew. We were just friends but it had come up before in a different conversation with a bunch of other other people. I had never even kissed a dude before. I'm very oh. shy and socially awkward. Before this fucker, my romantic life was a couple other awkward crushes that went nowhere. So anyway, he invites me to sit next to him on the couch. I already don't like this. Yeah. And uh. we were supposed to be just chilling as friends. My house is super fucking creepy alone, so I just wanted someone to hang with and watch some movies, smoke some pot with. So I denied him the first time. He waited a minute or so and asked again. He asked, I guess, to have sex with her. Mm-hmm. So I said, fuck it, and sat next to him. And we sat there for a few minutes. We were really close to each other, brushing against each other but not actually touching each other and making any effort to so then i noticed that he's shaking oh that see that's cute when i see a guy shaking i generally yeah. don't suspect douchery or um impending seizure i, I i'm like oh he's nervous yeah he's shaking so hard that's shaking me a little bit and when i turn to look at him i notice he's visibly trembling when he catches me looking at him he does this little motion under the blanket that i later figured out was him undoing his pants ew oh. so a minute or so later he has this huge fucking heart on under his blanket he catches me looking at it i was devising a plan oh. of action don't worry she doesn't get raped by oh. I know this sounds like it's go- headed toward me and she, she actually sent us a follow up email where she was like I just reread my email and I realized it sounds like non-consensual but it was totally consensual <laughs> she's like I just I'm just really pissed at him but like yeah. it wasn't like it, it yeah so just know that she doesn't like go on to get raped in this email oh, um, okay, or else I, I probably relax. wouldn't be reading it I was about it's, to say like, so why are you reading this right now I know I, it's so oh my god it's so stressful to, to why was reading this I was like what the fuck I was reading it on my droid um, up until that point, we were just friends, so I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I didn't know if I should stand up. Um, so he, like, has her sort of, like, she very close to the arm of the couch. You know, she's by the arm of the couch. He's sitting right next to her. Anyway, he asked me if I wanted some cover, as in, like, blanket, and I said yes, for lack of knowing what else to do. So he puts my hand on his dick. That was okay. I mean, honestly, okay. that was fucking fantastic. She's into it. Oh. He makes a move. She's into that. But anyway, after we rubbed each other for a minute, 
he starts pressuring me for head. I refused at first, but he looked so good and he was very fucking persistent. I think the actual phrase was just put your mouth on it and suck. What a douchebag. Uh. So he tried to get me to fuck him, but I stood firm on this. Anyway, after he came in my mouth, he goes, you whore. Then he started this long speech about how I couldn't tell anyone nothing was different and that I better not make a big fucking deal about this, not to fall in love with him and that it never happened. Then he used my Wi-Fi to check his Facebook and dipped. Oh, God. So he, so he First of all, Sadie, this guy's a loser and a half and he was, you know, he it was consensual. You had consensual sexual relations with him. I don't have any doubt about that. But – He's a douchebag and a terrible human being. Wait, what's the question? Oh, well, I'll get to I'm not sure. <laughs> he, so he next day he deletes her on Facebook. They have to pretend to be friends because he hangs out with her brothers. So for a couple months she had to play it cool or she thought she did. Finally in March she just told her brothers what happened and she but she made herself the bad guy so that she would preserve their friendship with Rod. Sadie, you need to get some goddamn self-esteem. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is wrong or like how you were raised to think that you weren't good enough or smart enough or strong enough or, or uh, that you weren't – worth a man treating you fairly but this is bullshit you have no obligation no loyalty to this piece of shit whatsoever i'm not saying blow up a spot online because then you're going to look like an asshole and he's just going to tell everyone you're crazy but like and you just don't want to have to deal with that heat but you can be honest with your brothers like about what happened you don't have to but your job is not to protect this piece of shit god and like if you if it's something you feel like you can talk to your brothers about you might consider talking to them about i mean look they don't need to know the details of your sex life but, like, you can be like, listen, I exaggerated when I made myself the bad guy. Actually, he ditched out on me and deleted me on Facebook the next day. And, like, you know what? I felt bad about it. I wanted to preserve your friendship. I should have been honest. But, you know, I just uh, – I- I'm going to not – let me know if he's going to be around because I'd prefer not to be. Like, fucking be honest because yeah. he's a piece of shit. He doesn't deserve a goddamn free ride. He's just going to do this shit to more girls. You know, this sounds like this sounds like a good conversation to have when you're getting drunk with your brothers. Yeah. Like, that's, be like remember when I said that thing and they'll be like, oh, and just be like, you know, I kind of made myself out to be the bad guy, but yeah. I shouldn't have because that's not how it went down. And don't tell him how it went down. No. But be like, he deleted me on Facebook the next day. He told me, like, he called me a whore. He told me I couldn't tell anybody. And if your brothers give you static, then your brothers are misogynist assholes and you need to get a job and move out of your fucking house yes um but your brothers being good brothers should be like fuck that dude um or just be like that guy's an asshole so here's so here's what happens next she tells the brothers blah 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 so the guy blocked her on fb so then sadie pulls a crazy girl move i've Uh done it okay she uses her sister's password to get into Facebook, she's looking at his stuff, and then she and she finds that he's like talking shit about her online. She's like saying stuff, making fun of her on his Facebook page, like in public. Yes, and she says it always makes me like. I don't think he's said her name, but I think mm-hmm. he's just been like, "Oh, bitches," and like said, you know, yeah, and Lol. so like not like her brothers would know it was about her, but so that's the vibe that I get. Anyway, she says it just makes me feel bad, shit, and saying generally bad about myself. Yeah, Sadie, you can't do that shit anymore. She says she's sad and depressed and heartbroken. I finally sent him some emails outlining in a very professional, nice way exactly how he had made me feel and stuff. And now I feel at peace and like I won't go to his page anymore. Good. Okay, here are her questions. So she seems like she's gotten to a good place. I'm very glad that that she told him what what for. Uh, I think you shouldn't bother talking to him again. You know, you can if he's in the house, you can nod. But I, if you don't feel safe with him in your house. Or, and, and, and that doesn't mean physically. If you don't feel emotionally safe with him in your house, look, he called you a whore and he told you you weren't allowed to tell people about something sexual that happened. He disrespected you and he treated you like a whore. So he was being honest because that's how he thought of you in that moment. 
um, I wouldn't want someone like that in my house. God, no. And I would tell my brother, my brother Steve, shout out. He doesn't listen to the show. But I would tell my brother Steve, I'd be like, I do not want him in this house anymore. I will not allow it. Yeah. I will absolutely not allow it. And if you allow it, fuck you. And I would – if he kept allowing it – well, I wouldn't say fuck you first. If he was like, no, he has to come over, I'd be like, fuck you. And I would get a job and I would move out. I'd go live with a cousin. I'd go live with whoever I needed to to not be in that household because that's fucked up. So here's what Sarah says. She go, or excuse me, Sadie, whatever. Other Sarah. I'm just trying not to confuse me with myself. Hi, Sadie. Because I'm dumb. I like so, your name, Sadie. It's so pretty. So she wrote, did I get too emotionally attached because of a blowjob? Yes. But you had never even kissed somebody before, so it's completely understandable. And am I just the biggest fucking slut ever for having sucked a dick before I've even had my first kiss? No, you're not a big fucking slut. You're a girl who was enjoying her sexuality. It just so happened it was with a guy who's a piece of excrement. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I get pissed off because I think guys, they get – they get passes on shit like this. Mm-hmm. Like they get total passes. Uh, and this guy, you know, like what consequences is he going to have? Like nothing. I mean he didn't do anything illegal. He didn't do anything like Yeah, and she covered bad. him. I mean, she was, was like, I should just be nice. Fuck nice. No, 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 no. Get no. nice. No, don't give guys passes on shit like this. Like exactly. whether it's her or anybody else. Do not give guys passes. And if they're like, you're crazy, you're crazy. If being honest is crazy, then yeah, you're fucking crazy. Flip him off and tell him to suck it. Don't you know? Don't don't blow up a spot, you know, and and it don't do weird revenge shit either. That doesn't. That's not a good idea. No, but on the other hand, Been the only there. thing that's going through my mind is ways that she can do weird, crazy revenge stuff. Yeah, but, but she shouldn't. She really shouldn't. This really guy, don't. This do guy's it. on the edge mentally. Like yeah. I, I think he's probably perfectly mentally sane. I think he's just a bad person. Yeah. And I would not like to see him. I don't think she has the. I don't think she has the, the thickness of skin to deal with the blowback that would happen if she was like you fucking dick. Nah, nah, no so, reason. Yeah, just fucking. Make sure the guy is cut out of your life as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, hell, go on to the next adventure, man. Tell your brothers. You sound like, like, a, co- you sound like a cool chick. Yeah, you sound cool. And this will toughen you up a bit. And it'll um, – next time, uh, next time treat yourself with more care and uh, don't – I mean don't think so low of yourself that you're willing to uh, give up your – give up your power to some jackhole. Um, she also wrote that she loves the show and uh, her parents were in their 40s when they had her and they never gave her the talk. Um, so she loves listening to us and she's done a lot of internet research. And I think that might explain a bit why she was rather naive when it came to this experience. Yeah. She's and just never had someone talk to her about it. And she might also come from a place where there's no sex education either. That's true. Absolutely. That could be totally true. And if she only has brothers – then they're not going to be talking to her about stuff like that. She also has dealt with uh, with depression and stuff like that, and she really liked when we were talking about the the Van Gogh episode. <laughs> I love the one they call they're like Van Gogh, Vincent Van Gogh um, episode of of Doctor Who. So rock on, Sadie. You deserve better than that. Now we had a girl. We had Hermione, of course, who wrote to us, um, and we talked about that. Uh, about somebody who was uh, let's see, 
she, I forget what her ex- anyway she likes us <laughs> moving on uh, Hermione we liked you I'm sorry I can't particularly remember right now what it was oh I also want to say thank you to the guys at Match Move um, for naming me one of the five hottest geek girls on the internet yeah congratulations del- on that one. thank you me and and my girlfriend uh, Mila Kunis um, <laughs> were are on the list along with um, shit who else is fuck oh god is it Oh, I'm not even remember. a girl from the guild. Um, for some reason, Felicia Day wasn't on there, which I didn't understand. Um, oh man, I can't remember who else. I just, I just was like Mila Kunis. I want to fuck her. So, um, ah, oh look, another English person, another English teen. If this is, oh, Marcus, is that? Did you just make a a weird blue clay sort of riding saddle for the cock? I think you did. Well, I thought it. I looked at it as more of a. Is it a hat? Like it's it a hat. Like a it's a bonnet. It's a bonnet. It's a bonnet. It's an Easter bonnet. Yeah, it's an Easter bonnet. Okay. I, I made an Easter bonnet for for my new cock. It's seasonal because we're recording <laughs> in April of 2011, and it's seasonal. That's adorable. Oh, your cock with, looks great with that bonnet. I'm gonna on have it. so much fun with this thing. <sighs> yeah, I'm really glad that I gave it to you. We'll take pictures of it. It looks like it has a superhero cape on too. Um, so, uh, so we have um, uh, how do you say C I A R A N? I love the name. I think it's Ciaran. C I A R A N. C I A R A N. I think it's Ciaran or Ciaran. Yeah. Um, he's name. it's a dude name, and it's like one oh. of those sexy like Celtic influenced names and I it's hot but I feel weird saying that because he's 15 my name is Ciaran and <laughs> I I'm I felt and I'm weird 15. too because I thought that was a girl I was like oh nope, it's a dude and I'm 15 from England oh, capital letters straight yeah, you're from England hooray <laughs> I've been listening to sex and other human activities <laughs> from day one and love it to bits <laughs> I was listening to the podcast last week and heard the bit about in a, if in America, if you have a British accent, you will get fucked. And I thank you. <laughs> You've set my future in stone and I'm soon to live in America. <laughs> I love this kid. Fucking, oh, I'm just going to call you C-Money. Is, that's not, that's your, because when you come here, you have to, you need a fucking gangster name. You got to. You'll yeah. probably be sleeping on my floor in Queens. So, uh, C-Money. So C-Money wrote, I just need some tips on getting laid because here in sunny Britain, it's is fucking hard and attitudes are different. <laughs> and then he wrote, love you lots. And then he wrote, P.S. Sarah, I'm in love with your voice. Oh, look, Sea Dog, you're great. We we were saying last week that if a teenager writes to us, it is going to be a teen from Britain. I don't we don't know oh, why. Yeah. And this predates our Doctor Who episode. Oh, by far. By far. Creates. It's been from the start, and we don't know what it is. Is there? I've you know I've looked. I've Google searched us and stuff, and I you know I see blogs that link to us and everything, and I'm like, is there some like, is it like British Teen Vogue or something? It's like, it's like, I mean, we love it. It's just a yeah. little inexplicable, but we love it. And it's guys and girls, mm-hmm. like both. Like there's this kid, uh, Jack. What up, Jack? What up, Jack? Hey, Thug Life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what like, is Jack, it? Jack's a great kid. I don't know what it is. Like, he seems like a cool kid, but he's, like, you know, 16 mm-hmm. and from Britain. For some reason, just fucking loves the show. We do so well with with the Anglo-Saxons. I don't <laughs> know what it is. It's just I, we have an appeal, and it makes us feel very good. We're like, yay! Yeah. So, so Sea Dog, here's the thing. You're 15. Oh, and in good conscience, I cannot... 
I can't. It's not because I'm, like, uptight or something. It's just because, you know, I've seen too many 15-year-olds, like, have sex and end up with, oh, I don't know, babies. Yeah. Like, a 14-year-old girl who I taught in school um, when I was a school teacher who now is, I think, 20 and has a 6-year-old. Yeah. So, like – I, this is the thing. I know that – you know, I don't know to what extent like the health service over there provides free birth control condoms. I will just say to you that when the time comes um, and it, it may be in a week, it may be in five years. I didn't have sex till I was 21. Uh, you know, Marcus had sex when he was like 13. I was 16. You were okay. 16. You are 16. <laughs> uh, you know, whenever it, the time arrives – Definitely, you got to wrap it up. You know, put that condom on it and uh, and and treat the the girl with the loving respect that I I know that you will. You don't have to be in love with her, but you just you know uh, be respectful. Call the next day if you get cum on something, clean it up. Yeah, you know, always, always. You know, if, if you're giving a girl, if, you, if a girl is giving you a blowjob, um, always say like, let her know when you're gonna come and and. You know, let her, so that if she wants to, she can pull back. Or you could even, if you're open enough, you could be like, "Do you want me to, like, as you're getting into it, be like, do you, do you want me to, like, when I'm ready to come? When I'm ready to come, do you want me to, you know, <laughs> you want, you me, want me, me to come in your mouth? You know, do you want me to come in your mouth, or do you want me to, you know, I'll, I can <laughs> let you know. I don't want to be rude to you. I can, I can pull out, like, whatever." <laughs> You know, you can just sort of do very, that motion. That was very British. Like, I don't know. Uh, could I? I, I just yeah, don't. Just be really. Do I? Ah, uh, I'm not oh, sure. Uh, oh, oh, no. oh, apologies. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 Shouldering the white man's burden. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> sorry about colonialism. Sorry. 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 Um, you just apologized to her for colonialism. And then before you colonize her mouth with your spunk, um, with your millions of tiny swimming tadpoles, you can kind of do the thing where you indicate, like, would you like me to pull out? Or, you know, you don't say, would you like me to pull out? You'd be like, would you like me to, uh, like, make yeah. some sort of very British m- motion. Yeah. And, like, uh, and um, you give her that option and definitely, like, clean up if you if, if she's got some come on it, like, grab a tissue. Like, oh, be, be solicitous, I'm saying. Be yeah. gentlemanly and all that stuff. It's in your blood because, you know, you're English. Um, but, you know, like – Shooting people in the face uh, is also in your blood because you're English. So just yeah. try and go with the like courtly, gentlemanly. Try and go more Prince William than Oliver Cromwell. If you can help it, try and channel that sort of thing more. Uh, Alistair Crowley, though, very – very Crowley is so crazy. Uh, I'd say if you're going to go for one of oh them, my God. model your sex life after Alistair Crowley's. Oh, my God. He was a crazy <laughs> cult monkey. He designed a beautiful tarot deck that my friend John has and it's really gorgeous. Um he, but he was a, this occult master, like a just sort of wild creature who would have all these insane romps. Um, oh, he's a man. I love Alistair Crowley. Fascinating, fascinating yeah. person. Do not model your sex life after Alistair Crowley. No, nope. That was a joke. <laughs> Those <laughs> yeah. were jokes. Okay. Maybe your religious choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd much rather you go for the occult and Catholicism or something like that because you're going to have more fun. Absolutely. But. I will say this, little man. Sea money. Sea dog. Thug life. Um so it, girls who are teenagers will break your heart just like you as a boy who's a teenager might break a girl's heart. Um, so – but but this this rule applies 
When a girl calls you, don't call her back right away because we we want to have to work a little bit. So don't you don't call her back immediately. You unless you have to for school or something. But like if it's a girl, you know, calling you, wait, you know, wait a wait a few hours. Yeah, maybe even wait a day. Uh, it's just good. Even with the texting, maybe don't don't return the initial text right away. Give it some time. We want we want to don't be a dick. There's a difference between being a dick and being a little mysterious. Mm-hmm. A little mystery never hurt anybody. So good luck, and and we like totally love that you listen to the show. Um, do you want do you want another one? Do we have yeah, let's do it. One? Let's do one more. Okay. Hmm. So we've got. Let's see. So here, I'm going to let you pick. We've got uh, blowjobs, virginity, boy trouble, and one other. Mm. Let's do boy trouble. Okay. Let's do that. Ahem. Let me see if I am allowed to say this girl's name. It's a rather unusual name. So we're, I'm going to name her something else, but she will recognize herself. Okay. I am going to name you Nicole. <clears throat> Uh, she is a huge fan and she loves the podcast. Awesome. Okay, so Nicole. Nicole has known a guy for about five years and they're both single and they're 21. They used to work together but now they're just friends except they're not really good friends. They just kind of talk sometimes about, you know, whatever. She is really into him. Nicole's really into him and she has been for – since basically for five years, all they've known each other. Um, she started – Talking to him a few months ago where they talk about sex and what they wanted their first time to life since they're both virgins. And he has said things to Nicole like, maybe you and I will end up together since our personalities complement each other, which they do. At one point, we even had this pact to lose our virginities to each other. But I called that off since I wouldn't know how to act around him if we were not a couple, but we're still having sex. Long story short, I want him. I want to be his girlfriend and I know he likes me, but he hasn't made any move except telling me that. That he likes her. I know we'd be really good together. An impatient girl that I am, I just want to make the first move, but I don't want the ball to be in his court. I just want to be like, fuck it. I want to date you, but I don't think I should do that. One solution would be to forget about him and move on, but I seriously have never felt for anyone the way I feel for him. And if he could only get his shit together, life would be grand. Any advice that you could bestow upon me would be greatly appreciated. You and Marcus are totally kick-ass, and I really value your opinions. Thanks so much, Nicole. Okay. So it sounds like they've got a good thing going. However, I'm wondering if – oh, it sounds like this is a, a, a recipe for good stuff. But I'm wondering, Nicole, do we know that he likes you, likes you? Like has he said that he likes you, likes you? Because here's the thing. A lot of times we can – as humans can make things the way we want them to be in our heads mm. and they may not be real. So he obviously likes you. He's obviously friends with you. But does he like you like you? Be honest with yourself about that. Do you know that for sure? Because I don't know it for sure. There have been times when I've had these wonderful deep conversations with guys and it's just been so great. But I've made it up in my head to be more than it actually is. And that can be really hurtful when you realize you have no one to blame but yourself. I'm not saying he doesn't like you. I'm saying let's Let's proceed with realistic expectations here. I would not say, fuck it, I just want to date you. Mm. I would hang out with him in person, just the two of you, ask him if he wants to go see a movie, ask him if he wants to go to a bar, whatever. Ask him, let's go to a movie and then a bar. So the words, the two of you hanging out and maybe, you know, the spr- springtime, you could maybe take a walk after 
And then and look good whenever yeah, you look, take that walk. Yeah, look hella good. And try and find a place with candlelight. It's very flattering. And then and then walk around in nature, also flattering. And like then you can just sit on a log together and make a move or yeah. or whatever. You can make the first move if he still hasn't done it. If you're feeling if you're if the night is going well, you can make the first move. And he, you know, go for it. And if if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I, I think you've got a good shot, but not if you just – you've got a good shot, but not if you're just like, let's go out, yeah, because you'll just scare him. Yeah. yeah so you need to go on a date. Him. You might not need to call it a date. You you, you can just – because usually 21-year-olds don't go on dates. You can just go, hey, do you want to hang out? Like I thought we could go to a movie and then maybe, I don't know, I'll go to a bar. Mm-hmm. No, I, I definitely agree with this and she, it should be a, a, a buildup. Like you can't have the immediate like, ah, come on, let's hang out. It's like during the night, over the course of the night, flirt with him more than you usually would. Yeah, touch his leg, uh, his knee and his arm. Eyes, very important. Eye contact Eye also. contact is very important. And the way like you look at him and things like that, just like be maybe a little more physically friendly than, than usual, uh, not too much more. Put your hand yeah. on his back when you like move past him to go to the bathroom or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're going to point something out to him, like put your hand on his arm and then take a, and like point, point in the direction. Sorry. I'm just taking oh, a picture that. of, um, of the dick. Yeah. Like the, <laughs> put the hand on the arm to the, the hand on the arm and then the, like to get his attention. Dudes, dudes feel that. Oh, this is so gross. Let me see if I can get Marcus in the picture. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, Nicole. Just taking a picture of my friend and his new dick. I need to put the flash on. <laughs> um, this is amazing. But yeah, I'd say that's that's good, right? And then you just see what happens. And you know, if you're feeling it, make a move. Like, you know, it, it, he might be too scared to. Um, okay. Really? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's, there's a dick photo that's going to be going up shortly on Facebook. By the way, I'm at, I'm at <laughs> facebook.com slash official Sarah Benincasa. I'm also at facebook.com slash Sarah Benincasa. And we are at facebook.com slash sex and other human activities, BTW. And uh, best of luck to you, Nicole. I yeah. believe in you. She'll be fine. She sounds like she knows it. She she's halfway there already. Yeah. She just needs you, Nicole. You just need someone to push you. Yeah. And, and we're, we're pushing. We're pushing you. you. I'm kicking your ass off the cliff. Hooray! So that's all for this week's edition of Sex and Other Human Activities. Join us next week when we may or may not be joined by someone with whom I have sexual relations on occasion. And uh, we uh, will also do some more giveaways next week, which will be really fun. Hey, all right. Marcus, twitter.com slash Marcus Parks. Uh, have a fabulous evening, sir. You have a fabulous evening as well, dear. <laughs> That's a cigarette in his mouth, in case you were wondering. <laughs> well, it shows up. I like that. It's like after uh, sex. You know, you go outside uh, and have a cigarette. Oh, the after sex. Oh, twitter.com slash Sarah J. Benincasa. I'm going to go have a post-metaphorical uh, radio sex with the listeners I don't know. I I might pee. I kind of have to pee. <laughs> also a thing that you should do after sex if you can. So that's good. Bye, guys. <laughs>